What's up, everybody, and welcome back into the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. It's here, Tom. We've teased it all week, and it is our bracket release pod. We're doing it for another year. Isn't it crazy to think three years ago, like, at this time, we were gearing up for this, and then just the entire world changed? Yeah, it is, man. Uh, thank goodness we've come to the other side of this, and we can enjoy our lives a little bit more. So I, I'm excited feel good about my bracket Michaela feels good about her bracket how do you feel I think I feel pretty damn good I mean I always feel good and then the first couple of days happen and then <laughs> not as good yeah right um no bold predictions today out of me um for Texas Corpus Christi or whatever um I think they're gonna get rolled by Alabama whoever won who won that game it was it was Corpus Christi right yes but I do think Pitt is going to win tonight, and then I think Pitt's going to go on to have a little bit of an upset. But oh boy, we Here will we get go. there. We will get there. Um, all right, let's let's jump into it, man. What what region do you want to start in? Let's freaking do it. Well, let's start where the number one overall seed Alabama Crimson Tide play, and that is the South region. So we will run through this bracket with the round of sixty four and thirty two. Do that with the other three reconvene in the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 of each, and then in Houston for the Final Four. We'll start with the Alabama-Texas Corpus Christi. I mean, Tom, we know what's going to happen here, right? Obviously, Corpus Christi is going to be the next 16 seed. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Alabama's going to roll them. I think that's a given. Uh, this is not the year where number one overall goes down to a 16. No, and if there is one, it's certainly not this team. Uh, the number one overall seed will roll. In the 8-9 matchup, we have Maryland and West Virginia. Where are you leaning on this one? I'm leaning Maryland. I just think they're a more talented team. I mean, I love the Huggy Bear, but I'm just I'm leaning Maryland. I think that they're, they're a better team, um, and they're going to give them a, what is it, 40 minutes? They're going to give them a good 40 minutes. I'm going to take the Terrapins as well. Uh, moving on to the five twelve, San or uh, South, yeah, San Diego State University against your Charleston team. Do we know the mascot yet? Have you figured that out? <laughs> Let me look that up. Anyway, I'll lead us off with this pick. This is where I'm taking the twelve. Cougars. I am going to take Charleston. The Cougars. There we go. Yes, College of Charleston Cougars. Um, who are you taking? I'm sorry, I was so focused on trying to find the mascot. <laughs> I'm ta- I'm taking those Cougs. As am I. I don't like that you're taking them. Kind of stepping on my pick there, but I, I am, am taking them. I haven't watched San Diego State at all, and you know, I I, I got I feel like every year I have to pick at least one twelve, and uh, Charleston's going to be my team. Uh, moving on to Virginia and Furman. San Diego State's team. a good team, by the way. Before you go on, um, they exactly. they. They're probably going to be a six-and-a-half-point favorite, but Charleston's going to beat them. All right. Well, we'll have to see. You and I are both with Charleston on this one. Uh, in the Virginia-Furman game, Tom, I was very tempted to take Furman. I've heard that they shoot the lights out and score a lot, but I just think Virginia's perimeter defense is at least going to avoid another crazy upset, so I'm going to take the Cavs. Me too. I I did see the numbers with Furman. Um they really do knock it down, but I think against Virginia, it's going to be tougher to score, and if you get cold, you this could be a 20-point loss. Where are you leaning in Creighton, North Carolina State, the 6-11 out of the South? Michaela took NC State, but I stuck with Creighton. I'm just This is just strictly because I think the Big East is a better conference, and Creighton's had a pretty good year. 
I'm going to just completely follow your logic right there. I'm taking the Blue Jays as well. In the 314, Baylor against UC Santa Barbara. I'm taking the Baylor Bears. They're really, really good. Yeah, UCSB with a sleepy, cool mascot, but I'm sticking with Baylor as well. The Gauchos, right? Yes, their logo is very cool too. It is pretty dope. Um, there might be some people taking taking the Gauchos, but you and I are not going to be one of them. No, not them. Can't pick too many upsets. <laughs> no, and, and you know what, too, is like I'm looking at some of them. Like I'll try to get a feel and just be like, yeah, this team seems like they could. Or under these higher seeds, I'm not all that bought in. I, I, I'm pretty bought in in Baylor. I, I think they're a really good team. I um, do, too. In the, in the 7-10, Missouri and Utah State, where are you leading here? Utah State. Oh, okay. Not a crazy up, not a crazy upset. I just it's more that I just do not like, um, I do not like Missouri. I just don't think that they had a great year, and and Missouri might have been one of those teams where I think Rutgers should have made it in over them. Yeah, I didn't say oh as if like it's a crazy thought. It was more just that's our first disagreement so far down the bracket. So um, I do think the SEC, you know, Missouri's a better. They might not be the best team there, but they've played great competition all year. You know that's kind of where I like to lean in some of these 7, 10, 8, 9 games. Yeah, this one I'll probably get wrong, but this is just you know a little prediction for me just to gain a couple points on the bracket. Um, they, uh, you know, they lost to Boise State a couple of times, which isn't making me feel good, and Nevada, which is another team in the tourney. And they lost by 10 to San Diego State, but I, I don't know. I just... I just really don't like the Mizzou team. Mountain West got a couple good, got a couple teams in, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. A couple Maybe likes them. A couple at large bids. You didn't have to win. Um, all right, final game: Arizona, Princeton. Arizona is going to roll in this one. Yeah, absolutely. No Ivy League magic this year. Um, so we'll move on to the round of thirty-two in the South, and mm-hmm. uh, we both have an Alabama-Maryland matchup. Uh, are you bold enough to take Maryland in a potential upset? Nah, I got Bama. Me too. Um, Charleston against Virginia. Where are we thinking? I'm rolling with the Cougs. Let's fucking go. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's because I. It might just be because we hate Virginia, but I'm rolling with it, baby. I'm, I'm, I am obviously following suit, so let's go. I hope I hope that you're steering me in the right direction with this very popular pick of yours. Um, yeah. Creighton-Baylor, a 6-3 hypothetical matchup here. Uh, you going Big East or Big 12? Nah, I'm sticking. I'm, I'm, I'm going Baylor here. Um, I just think that that conference was the best conference in the country, and they're, they're just going to be a lot better than Creighton at this point. I agree with you. I'm also taking Baylor. Then in the final round of 32 game in the South, I have Missouri against Arizona. You have uh, Utah State against Arizona. Where are you leaning? I think regardless, we're both going to take Arizona in this one. Correct. Yep, Arizona. Moving on. Round of 16. moving, Moving on down the bracket to the East region, we have Purdue against the winner of Texas Southern and Fairway Dickinson, which game will be played tomorrow. I think that we can just skip all the bullshit and say Purdue's advancing. Absolutely. Memphis, Florida, Atlantic in Memphis. the 8-9. Memphis for me too. Yes, sir. Now we got Duke against Wills Oral Roberts. I'm going to go with the blue blood here. Yeah, I'm taking Duke. I was thinking Oral Roberts, but I already made my 5-12 pick. 
Yep. Can't make too many of them. Can't blow your load early. Uh, Tennessee, Louisiana. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Any thought uh, that the Raging Cajuns are going to pull the upset here? Not for me. Okay. Tennessee doesn't I, make I it did, far for me, but they will get out of the first round. I did heavily consider taking the Raging Cajuns, but at the end of the day, I'm right there with you. Tennessee, I think, is just the better team. Yep. Uh, Kentucky against Providence. Isn't it weird, the parallels between Patino and um, and Calipari? Both coach really Rhode is. Island teams. Or, excuse me, both coach New England teams. Because one coach UMass, one coach Providence. And then they both coach teams in Kentucky. Although, didn't Patino coach both, coach both Kentucky and Louisville? Yeah. And he won a title at both, right? I mean, one was vacated, but. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to roll with, uh, I'm going to roll with UK on this one. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you here. I am mm. going to take Providence. Okay. No, listen, yeah. this one I stared at for a long time, but I just think, I don't think Kentucky's going to lose in the first round. Again, they're another team that's not going to make it very far for me, but I just think, I, I, I Calipari doesn't start to sweat until the second or third round. Yeah, I hear you. I, I do think they could be picked off early, and I do like this Providence team. I know they I struggled Cooley. this stretch. Cooley's a great coach, man. He's going to have these boys prepared. Yeah. All right, on to the next one. Uh, this one was another tough one for me. I just don't like Michigan State this year, but I'm taking them over over the Trojans of USC. Okay, I'm taking USC. Wow. Any any reason? Did you watch a lot of USC basketball this year? I didn't, but I did watch a good amount of Michigan State, and I don't like them. Okay. All right. Good enough for you. Final we also one. Skipped over Kansas State, Montana State. Excuse me. That's that's a formality. That's Kansas State. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Just has to be mentioned. And then last but not least, Marquette, Vermont. Did Michaela take the catamounts? You said she wasn't going to, but any change of heart? Uh, I. I don't really remember this one, but I don't think she took him. I think she took the smart pick because I told her Marquette was very good, as did I. Okay. All right. Me too. Uh, we'll move over to the top right corner of the bracket in the Midwest region where Houston's the number one, number one overall seed. Shawnee boy, Shawnee North. boy, you getting lost in the bracket again? We got to do the round of 32 in the East. Oh, no. I jumped ahead of myself. <laughs> we well, always do. do this. Um, we always do. Purdue-Memphis is our first matchup in the round of 32 for the East. I got Memphis upset in Purdue. I just think that big man's slow-footed, and he also got hurt at the end of the uh, at the end of the Big Ten tournament there against Penn State, and I really like Memphis. I, I think that they're going to beat him. Okay, I am not that bold. I'm sticking with Purdue. Okay, all right. I, I just think this is upset city. I, I like it. That's a, that's a good... It's a good upset pick, and obviously neither of us have been in love with Purdue. I think they advance a little further, but I like that pick. Memphis has played good basketball lately. Yeah, I just I think Purdue is a fake number one in a weak in a weak conference. Although Rutgers should have made it, I'm saying it right now. <laughs> you've been you've said it now twice. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Duke, Tennessee. I have the Blue Devils. As do I. Providence, Kansas State. For me, Kentucky, Kansas State for you. I got Kansas State. I like that team. Yeah, I, I did wrestle with this a little bit. Part of me wanted to take Providence to keep going, but I, I, I rolled with the Wildcats. Yeah, it's just more talented team. 
Agreed with you. And obviously the Big 12, I mean, I, I just use that criteria a lot in making these decisions on down on down the bracket. Me too. All right, final game here in the East for the round of 32, Marquette. Uh, who do you have? USC. I got Marquette, Michigan State. I'm saying Marquette's going to win. I'm going to guess the being how much you've gushed over them and you flip-flopped on the last pot over to Marquette's side. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking you're taking Marquette here. You'd be correct. No upset for me. All right, where are we moving now? You want to move the Midwest? Now we'll move to the Midwest. I, I, I Jumped the gun a little earlier there. To say. I did, I did. I was I was giddy. But now we'll talk Houston, Northern Kentucky for one second. Houston Easy, Brad. By the way, this is the easiest draw. For in Houston? My yeah. Well, this was, the de- this was the debate that we had the other night as to Houston getting that spot over Kansas. Yep. No, no doubt. I, I just think this is the easiest road to the Final Four. I obviously have Houston winning this one. I have, yeah, obviously Houston's going to win this game. I'm interested to see where we go next in the 8 9 matchup Iowa against Auburn. I have Bruce Pearl's Auburn team. I picked Auburn as well, more just because I, you know I love Bruce Pearl. I do. You love cheaters. Um, Miami against Drake in a 5 12. Any thought of the upset? No, I mean, I think I bet on Drake once or twice this year in their conference, but I'm going to go with Miami. They had a pretty good year. Yeah, they did. I'm, I'm taking Miami. They did win the regular season ACC outright by percentage points. On to the next one. My favorite team out of the Big Ten this year, and I think probably the best team in the Big Ten overall, um, Indiana against Kent State. I got Indiana. I have Indiana, too. Trace Jackson Davis, he's a stud, man. Yep, no doubt about it. Iowa State against whoever wins tonight, Mississippi State against Pitt. I got the upset here in the 6-11. I got hopefully Pitt wins tonight, and then I got Pitt winning again. I love that. That's definitely That t- definitely takes some balls. Um, I don't care who wins tonight because I don't have either of them advancing. I have Iowa State moving on. Okay. All right, that's a fair pick. I mean, picking a favorites, always a good move. Next up, Xavier. I know I flip-flopped a little earlier on him, and then you were on it last week, but I still got him winning this first-round matchup against Kennesaw State. For sure. I mean, the loss of Fremantle's big, but it won't it won't matter in this matchup with the 314. Yep. All right, I got Penn State against Texas A&M in – the 10-7 matchup. I got Penn State moving on. I really like what they did in that Big Ten tournament. Me too. I was interested to see if you and I were going to disagree here. I have the Nittany Lions as well. I just love their guard play, and I love how they can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Final matchup here in the Midwest round of 64, Texas against Colgate. You know I love Colgate. They're probably my second favorite mid-major this year behind my Charleston Cougars. Uh, they're not going to fare the same, in my opinion. Texas is just too good of a team in the Big 12. I love them. Uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Longhorns here. Absolutely. Me too. Um, let's move to the round of 32. Houston, Auburn. I was waiting to see I if you fuck up twice there. I did not. I was paying <laughs> attention, and I will make sure I don't do that again Houston, until next year. Uh, Houston, Auburn. Uh, I'm sorry, Bruce Pearl, but you're not winning this one. Even with Sasser out, Houston's great. Yes, they are. Uh, I, 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 that's a loss, but I don't think it's going to affect them through this bracket. Miami, Indiana. I got 
the Indiana Hoosiers moving on. I really wrestled with this game, but I'm taking I'm taking the Hoosiers as well. Next matchup, uh, I believe you have Iowa State against Xavier. I have Pitt against Xavier or Mississippi State. Hopefully, Pitt. I got Xavier moving on. Yep, me too. I have them beating Iowa State. Finally, Texas against Penn State. I got Texas moving on. Me too. Hook them. Hook them horns. Um, all right. Final bracket here. This is Kansas' side in the West. Big debate about it. Kansas against Howard. Easy win, Kansas. For sure. And then in the 8-9, Arkansas, Illinois, SEC versus Big Ten. I'm going to take Arkansas here. I know they had an up-and-down season, but just think the uh, the um, the SEC was a tougher conference this year than the Big Ten. Give me Arkansas. Yep, me too. I'm not going to disagree one bit. In the 5-12 matchup, we have St. Mary's. They're a, they're a five seed this year. I know we talked about it. I, I did find that interesting, even with their record. And then against the VCU Rams, who won the A-10 championship in the 12, I have VCU. I got St. Mary's. Uh, okay. If we're picking mid-majors here, I'm going to pick the better one. Sure. That's it's just, fair. That's just me right there. I think my VCU pick is complete recency bias. I've watched them play once, and they and they won the A10 championship. So it's it's like oh, I watched them, and St. Mary's got absolutely blitzed by Gonzaga. So that's a complete recency bias pick for me. No big deal. I mean, hey, somebody's got to win, right? Somebody has to win. Okay, here we go, Tom. The UConn Huskies, my UConn Huskies against the Gales of Iona and Slick Rick in potentially his final game before he comes to Queens. Let's not jinx it. I still got that other thing. Yeah, you still got that other little thing. Um, I have the UConn Huskies. Stared at this one pretty long, probably the longest of any of them, and I went with the Huskies. Yeah. You know, I, I was listening to a lot of people make picks. Iona's becoming a popular pick. Never good. They, they. I know they kill teams. Like they beat everybody by double digits. But UConn. I don't know if they have the athleticism or the size to to match UConn. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, if I, UConn has one of their bad shooting games, though, this could be very close. So I was going to say UConn just has to shoot it well. For sure. Um, TCU against the winner of Arizona State, Nevada. It doesn't matter to me. I have TCU. As do I. All right, Gonzaga against the online school, Grand Canyon. Uh, they're going to be going back online after this game, Gonzaga. I <laughs> uh, love our jokes. All right, uh, <laughs> Northwestern, Boise State in the 7-10. Taking Northwestern. Me too. Cinderella. All right. Uh, even though they're the higher seed, again, I think there's a lot of people going with Boise State in this game. Not all that impressive. Boise State was a good team. They were. And then finally, UCLA against North Carolina, Asheville. UCLA. All right. Into the round of 32, we have a Wills-Kansas Jayhawks against the Razorbacks matchup. Any upset for you here, or are you rock chalk? Rock chalk. Hate to say that. Shouldn't have even said that. I, I'm picking Kansas. I baited you into it. Uh, I'm taking Kansas, too. Um, in a potentially really fun game, VCU and UConn. I got St. Mary's, UConn. I got UConn. I know. You have St. Mary's. I have I have UConn beating the Rams of VCU. We both have TCU, Gonzaga. I have TCU advancing. 
I have Gonzaga. I think this is the below the radar year, and they're going to get a couple Ws. Yeah, that's a really popular opinion right now, and I don't think it's a bad one. I just we talked about it the other night on our selection show. When TCU forces you to play their style of game, they they can beat basically anybody, and I, I just feel pretty confident in them. And then lastly, we have Northwestern against UCLA. I'm not going against the Bruins. Uh, me either. Not yet. Not yet. All right. We are into the Sweet 16. We will move back up to the top left corner in the South region where Alabama will play Charleston. And I have the Crimson Tide moving up. I do as well. I mean, the the, the storybook's got to end at some point. <laughs> it's certainly, I mean, come on. It certainly has to, right? Yeah, no, of course. I mean, it was a good run, though. Yep, that it was. That it was. Baylor, Arizona. I've got the Wildcats. Baylor, Arizona. I have the. I have Baylor moving on. You do? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just also researching this Sasser injury, uh, trying to figure out if he's ever going to play again. I think he will. All right. That's they're I, they're speculating. They're speculating. Yeah, I don't know what I'm reading. What is the injury? Lower body. It's a hockey injury. (laughs) All right. I know we're Uh, not a hockey pod, but that's such a hockey hockey phrase. Bill Belichick's probably creaming over that. (laughs) All right. Um, Into the East, we have Purdue against Duke. Uh, You have Memphis against Duke, right? Good memory there. Yes, I do. I got Duke moving on. I I have Duke upsetting Purdue. There you go. I knew we'd meet it. I knew we'd meet up somewhere. <laughs> Me too. And then Kansas State Marquette. I have Marquette advancing. Same here. All right. Look at us. Back up to the Midwest region where Houston will play Indiana. In both of our opinions, despite this Sasser injury, I have the Cougars advancing. As do I. All right. Xavier, Texas. I have Texas. I have Xavier. You do. Even with Fremantle out, you're going to continue to ride with them. They still got two top players. Okay. I think Bohm is one of those guys who, if people don't know about him, I think he's going to have a walking a bucket. He really is. And Nunji, I mean, his size is going to just cause a lot of disruption. Yep. No, that's I. I still love that they can still get buckets, and that's that's all that really matters to me. And they have the big man, no doubt. All right, Kansas, UConn. I'm did you pick it. with your heart? He did. UConn, moving on. Moving <laughs> on to the Elite Eight. I got Kansas. Hate to say okay. it. Okay. Oh, that's fair. I, I mean, listen. This, I I should. I should pick Kansas, but I don't know. I feel like UConn's biggest obstacle is going to be the same, going to be the Iona game. I think if they can get past them, I like I like them going pretty far. Uh, listen, it's not the worst pick I've ever heard. I could see it happening if they can shoot. Because listen, a team's not going to change their approach. Should they? Should they go to the basket more and create more offensive rebound opportunities and whatnot and more? more ability to kick the ball out to wide-open shots. Yeah, but that's not their game. It's just a matter of how hot they can stay shooting-wise. 
UConn is also exceptional at offensive rebounding, which I think could give some of these teams and potential matchups fits. That's why I wish they'd go to the basket, create some more opportunities for boards. You and me both. Okay, you have Gonzaga, UCLA. I have TCU, UCLA. Where's your pick? I got Gonzaga. Moving on. Play Kansas. Oh, all right. And I have UCLA. Okay. All right. What are we on to here? The Elite Eight? We're into the Elite Eight. All right, back to the south here. I have Alabama Baylor. Who do you have? Alabama, Arizona. I got Alabama moving on. Roll Me Tide. Too. Roll Tide. I hate saying I, I, that, I, too. I, what am I doing? <laughs> I wish I could clip that for football season. <laughs> You'll never get that clip out of me. I, I never will. Um, in the East, Duke Marquette. Marquette. I have Marquette. Marquette is moving on to the Final Four. Shaka. In a Texas matchup, Houston against the Longhorns. Well, for me, it's Houston against Xavier. I got Houston moving on. I have Texas beating Houston. Did the Sasser injury have a lot to do with that? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm holding out hope for that. Uh, final Elite Eight matchup, you got you got your UConn Huskies against UCLA. I have Kansas against Gonzaga. I got Kansas moving on. Very different Elite Eights for us here. I have UCLA beating my Huskies. All right. We're back to reality. Oh, stop it. <laughs> All right. We're on to the final four here. April's rolling around. Masters are here. Golf season's right around the corner. I'm getting excited. Um, and it's not even St. Patty's Day yet. All right. Let's look at the original side here. We're going to go. I get, We both have Alabama Marquette, do we not? We We do. Alabama going on to the national. Me too. I, I just think that Brandon Miller is just going to take all of this controversy, all this craziness. He's the best player in this tournament, in my opinion, and he's going to take him to the natty. Yep. And then other side for me, I have Houston, Kansas. I mean, Where are you going? controversy with both teams here, right? I mean, you got Kansas with one of their major players is hurt, as well as Bill Self is obviously on the lamb. Um, not on the lamb. He's not hiding. Uh, on the mend. On the mend. <laughs> Maybe that Adidas thing will come back up, and he'll be on the lamb yeah, as well as yeah. the mend. I got Houston going on to the national championship game. Okay. In my Texas-UCLA matchup, I am taking the Bruins to advance to play Alabama. All right. Here it is. What do we got, Sean? Off, Tom. No, you. You tell us. Where are you going? Sasser injury scared me at the end here. Alabama 73, Houston 67. Oh, baby. We were really close to the same score. Obviously different teams. I have the Alabama Crimson Tide beating UCLA Bruins 75 to 68. And Brandon Miller is going to parlay this into the number three overall pick in the draft. I Listen. If he has this kind of, if he has the kind of match, if he has the kind of tournament that we think he's going to have, we may be looking at number two here over Scoot. It'd be fascinating. I feel like it's locked into him being three, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. He is a stud, though. All right, so we both have Alabama winning. We will not have any difference of opinions. We did it, man. And with despite my one fuck up, 
I think that was the cleanest we've ever done this thing. Oh, yeah. Smooth as silk. We're only 27 minutes in. We got the whole rest of the night. What else do you want to talk about? Oh, man. What do we want to talk about? Uh, let's Full see. Swing. The, some, somehow Aaron Rodgers is the GM of the Jets, a current player on the Packers, and he owns the Bears, right? So he's got the whole NFL. And the Cowboys. So, yeah, that too. It's it's just mind-blowing how selfish this guy could be. And I know, I know, and I'm getting mad, and, you know, I'm going to talk myself into him when eventually he does come. But, you know, he's – I understand why he's mad at the Packers because, you know, even before they drafted Jordan Love – there was like three drafts before that where there was a wide receiver on the board and we wanted the everybody said the, oh well we think the Packers are going to take it and then they take a cornerback or some fucking defensive player or whatever so I can understand why he's mad at the Packers but why I just have to ask Aaron Rodgers I'm talking to him right now why are you mad at the Jets bro we didn't do anything to you oh man I, I got to tell you when I saw the Schefter tweet today saying that he has a list of targets he wants the Jets to bring in as a contingency for his, uh, for him approving the acquisition. I was like, let's see, today is June 30th, 2019, and you're signing DeAndre Jordan to a four year, $40 million contract. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Lazard is. If you have to, if you have to get rid of Elijah Moore. At, to bring in, I mean, you already signed Alan Lazard, who I think is a fine player regardless yeah. of whether Rodgers are coming or not. But I swear, if you have to give up an Elijah Moore to bring in Randall Cobb or maybe somebody else, I mean, this is just the beginning. This is, We are starting to see what happens in the NBA trickle into the NFL. Aaron Rodgers might soon become the GM of the Jets and dictate the moves you make. I don't know if they're going to get rid of Elijah Moore. There's a lot of rumblings, but I'm hoping not. Well, if you bring in Randall Cobb, you pretty much have to. Yeah, there's not going to be targets for him. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers comes to his senses and just lets us keep on, keep holding on to more. We already went out and got Lazard, who can be honestly kind of somebody that we needed, just because Corey Davis didn't pan out as that deep, no. deep threat, big red zone guy, and Lazard could be that. So that's why I'm really not mad about that move. He's a good young wide receiver, but. Come on, can we hold on to more, please? 1 p.m. Eastern tomorrow for those who listen to this podcast in the morning. Uh, you're on the day of Aaron Rodgers going on McAfee. Maybe he'll make his decision. We joked about it the other day. This could be this could be where he makes his version of the decision. Um, so one thing I will say, pretty cool that Rodgers is looking out for McAfee here. Well, you said it was like a crazy world where a former punter is like best friends with the most important player in this offseason. Yeah, he's a different kind of punter, but, you know, I don't know. I'm hoping we can hold on to more, but regardless, it's time to get it's time to get Aaron Rodgers at this point. I mean, I at don't, this I, point, do yeah, I care? You, you've kicked the can down the road. You have to acquiesce to all of his demands to make sure that he is coming here in the soundest of minds. And we're not going to sacrifice Aaron Rodgers for Elijah Moore at the end of the day. Would I like to hold on to him? Yes, but if I look five years down the line and Elijah Moore's been on three teams and cut and, you know, we got Aaron Rodgers or vice versa or Elijah Moore's been on three teams and cut and this is what held him back, I'm not too mad about it. Listen, I, I having just gone through a very similar version of it, you can't deny there's parallels. As I said 
you got to take the chance. You got to swing for the fences. You have only so many opportunities to acquire some of the top players of all time. Every single team would do this. And you bring in Aaron Rodgers, you give him some players he wants. Okay, fine. Maybe it disrupts the a couple of the other players and the development of some of the other players, but who gives a shit? You, you got to do it. And if it works, you're holding your first championship since 1969. And if it doesn't Stop work, it. you fucking at least went for it. Stop getting me. Stop getting me excited. You are you're bought in, Tom. There's nothing I can say or do that will not keep you very excited about what this could be. Not at all. I'm just waiting for them to get this little thing done. That's all. It's it, Come it's on, Rodgers. Do you see the Giants move today? Love it. I love the Waller move. We need to get however you however you want to get Danny Dimes weapons is how you have to get it. I know they're in, the Giants aren't in the world's greatest cap situation and and I absolutely love the move. Here's the thing. His cap hit for this year is only $12 million. I know he's been super injury prone. He played nine games in 21, 11 games this year, but they're not going to ask him to do what he was doing in Vegas. They're not going to have him running all over the place and trying to block. He's still got Bellinger. Exactly. They've got Bellinger. And shit, if Bellinger could learn to run more than just the two routes he runs, and he's got Darren Waller to to learn from, it's only going to make him better. And this is basically a one-year deal. Not to mention that they're trading the 100th overall pick, which was the pick Kansas City traded to the Giants for Tony. So essentially, you traded Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller in a sixth. Yeah, sign me the fuck up for that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, they also signed who? Did they sign anybody else? I'm trying to look here. We signed a linebacker yesterday from the Colts, who apparently is very good, and I'm not going to even pretend to say that I watched him, knew about him, or can pronounce his name, because I can't. No, I, I, I remember that guy, because was he the Defensive Player of the Year, or am I thinking of somebody else? I don't think he was Defensive Player of the Year. Maybe, uh, but he, I didn't watch was, a lot of Colts games. I'm just trying to think if it's the same guy that um that I'm thinking of. Yeah, it is. This guy's really fucking good. I know in the game the Giants killed them to make sure that they were in the playoffs this year. He had 17 tackles. Oh no, he wasn't he wasn't um the defensive player of the year. He was the defensive rookie of the year. Now I remember. South Carolina State. Yep. No, this guy this guy is perfect for the Giants. Very good player. Awesome run stopper. Well, they need they need a good young linebacker because our linebacker situation we were starting Tay Crowder, yeah, Tay Crowder and uh, Jalen Smith. Who... Sean, you should be giddier about this guy. I know you don't know much about him, but he's a three time first team All Pro, 2018, 2019, 2021. Excuse me, 2018, 2020, and 2021. Second team All Pro in 2019. So every year except last year, he's been an All Pro and he's a three time Pro Bowler. I'm super excited. I mean, I just don't know anything about him. I, I wasn't watching Colts games, and I can't really say that I knew the linebacker all that well. You know, there's some you know, like Tremaine Edmonds, but I, I, I didn't know this guy all that well. So I'm For some reason, I'm not a big linebacker guy, but I did know this Leonard guy, and he's incredible. Well, I, I love I love your scouting report. I've loved the scouting reports that I've seen about him as well. Finally, we might have somebody in a linebacker core who can make a fucking tackle. I mean, I love Blake Martinez. That was a 
really under the radar good signing the Giants made a couple years ago. Obviously, he just played his best year with the Giants when they won six games, and then he blew out his ACL and he was gone. So I love a good young linebacker who tackles, and God, do we need to address that position in the worst way. So Darren Waller and a top young linebacker, yeah, I'm fired up. Good. Did you finish full swing? No, I was at work today. You said last night you were going to watch it. No, I said I was going to watch it before the pot. No, you said, if you said, if you caught me a few hours later, I would have watched it. Right. And then I got off the pod and I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, don't you, don't you try and skate around it like you didn't say that. At least you admitted you were wrong at the end. But, you know, when you get caught red-handed, you get caught red-handed. Yeah, I, I said, well, because my plan was in the afternoon. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch these. I'll put it into the notes, and then we'll be good to go. And then we did earlier on. Remember, it was 4 o'clock here. So I was like, perfect. I'll, I, I'm not going to have to do that. I'll save it for next pod. And uh, I've got college basketball on the mind. I had to fill out these brackets. It takes a lot of time and attention. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was the perfect day to do it. There was like zero sports on. <laughs> I know. I went to bed at like nine. <laughs> no big deal. We'll we'll get around to it. We're going to be on the I will a lot. Not, I will not skip out on this. This is this is absolutely going to Well, come on. You made it this far. You got what, two episodes left? Yeah, it's seven and eight. Yeah, exactly. You can't you can't stop. You can't stop now. When are we back on Sunday? What is it? Let me I, I don't have my calendar handy. Saturday morning, we're going to recap the um, round of 64 games, the games from Thursday and Friday, and then uh, we'll take a updated look at our brackets, see how much carnage is on each of ours, Oof. and then uh, I settle, think in about that. Another, yeah, settle in for another full Saturday and Sunday of games. So we'll be back Saturday morning. All right, so Saturday is the 18th. Yes, we have early pod that day and then Sunday night we're going to have a pod uh, talking about the NCAA again and then we're going to talk about live and golf in general yeah 100% we got everything taken care of ladies and gentlemen no worries there all right so we'll be talking to you guys later in the week what is this pod number three for us already this week what a what a roll we're on three in a row three nights in a row baby yes sir all right rest up Keep your voice good, and I'll be talking to you Saturday. Everybody have a good rest of the week. Everyone enjoy your week and enjoy the basketball. Yes, sir.